it back. <laughs> or this might be the first one. You never know. So this is this might be episode. This is this is forty one. The last one was forty two. We got forty one A and forty one B. There you go. This is forty one B. Check out forty one A. That is the beginning of this. So or it might right. be forty two. Knowing Gavin, he should we do the drops over. Welcome to the Paid and Exposure Podcast, a podcast about helping our community of photographers to reach the next level in their business. We just leveled up. Now he's your host, Charlotte photographer, Gavin B. Can I just pay you an exposure? No. <laughs> Yo, first things up. First things first, I'm the realest. What happened to her? Who, Iggy? Yeah. Oh my gosh, what happened to Iggy? I felt like, you know, she she was around T.I. And T.I. was giving her that hood pass. And a lot of people was giving her that hood pass. But I think once people heard her speak and then heard her rap. I think, well, we heard her rap first. And then once people started hearing like, yo, she's really English. Then it, it really threw her off. And I think, which is so super unfortunate. However, we give Drake a pass for the same thing. You ever know, you hear Drake talk, he talks like a Canadian. He has the accent, and when he raps, he does not. And I think it's cool. I think, you know. But I think that's for everybody. Like, you ever hear people, like, even from, like, European areas or, like, England and stuff, they have a um, an accent when they talk, but when they sing, they sound totally different. Like, you don't hear that accent. Oh, you know the greatest example? Hold on. So when we used to go to Prohibition, this before you. <laughs> Every time I seen Rena, I was like, yo, we got to go turn over, bend over. I mean, shit, turn around. Fuck. Oh my All right, we got to start this podcast over. Um, but yeah, like it was super bad. You know who the great example of I don't sound the way I sing? Ed Sheeran. Have you ever heard him talk? He has like a thick British accent, mm-hmm. and when you hear him sing, he's so super soulful. Whatever. Sam Smith is I the same. Gonna, I was about like, to say his name too. You know what I'm saying? So it's interesting. Um. Anyway, <sighs> you ready? Hold on, man. Now. Key. I'm going to throw you the alley. Now, if you dunk it and you want the game ball, then you get the game ball. But if you don't want the game ball, if you want to play, if you want to play, hold on. Let me get that first. Um, anybody you want to shout out? Shout a, out to Kersla. I need a Sprite. Shout out to Kersla. My cousin. She is now a brand ambassador for Mio products. Mio? Miel. Natural hair. Pro- oh, boy, you don't know nothing. I don't. <laughs> All right, here we go. Fuck. Oh, shit. Here we go. With you, when you didn't ask the question, um, you put it out there as whether or not I identify as gay. And the answer is I don't identify as gay, but I do identify as bisexual. And that is something that I have never shared publicly before. And- so for those who do not know, <laughs> shout out to Andrew Gillum. Um, for those who do not know, Andrew Gillum was the mayor of Tallahassee. Shout out to Tallahassee. I'm from, I'm not from Tallahassee. My mom is from Tallahassee. Um, my entire mom's side side of the family still lives in Tallahassee. Um, Florida State, we have Florida State ties. We have FAMU ties. Um, Florida State, if you've never been to Tallahassee, Tallahassee is Columbia, South Carolina, uh, seven hours south only thing in tallahassee is it is the capital like columbia only thing they have going for themselves is fsu (laughs) and columbia only has usc um but florida state got championships and columbia don't um he is the mayor of tallahassee during that time he decided to run for governor of florida Mm -hmm. and he lost 
um, during this political this last election because um, Trump really got behind the other guy who was trying to who was an idiot, a complete idiot, and it was super bad. And um, the other guy won. I can't remember his name, but the reason why it's messed up uh, because Andrew Gillum in losing. It was told it as this might be our potential next black president. Mm. Everything was set up. Mm. Um, he had celebrities tweeting about him. He had people wanting him on his ticket. Um, it was one of those things where I remember Charlemagne even asking him, was like, if you lose this, would you run for president? Like, nobody says, if you lose governor, would you run for president? It don't happen. Yeah. Um, if in Charlemagne Vass, I think I want to say Charlemagne Vass, I'm like, if you win, do you run out these two years and then you go run for president? Like after because he was that he speaks well, he's super smart, he um he's a dope guy. And I remember texting people I knew in Florida was like, go vote for this man because I am impressed. I like Andrew Gillum. Um Andrew Gillum went to Miami. Shout out to all the thoughts that messed up Miami, man. Miami used to be the hot spot. We're going to get on Tulum in a little bit and how they ruined Tulum. We had this thing. Amir said it last episode. I don't know if you heard it. But it's called thought. uh, Not thought reparations. We should have a conversation about thought reparations. Thought gentrification. When a spot is like popular, but then the IG thoughts come in and they just snatch it up. (laughs) Miami is on that list, too. He went to South Beach. Andrew Gillen went to South Beach. And when he was found by the police and paramedics, it was uh, drugs, alcohol, prostitutes. But it was like a man and his friend was like doing an over his. Apparently, if I'm if, don't quote me, allegedly, allegedly. And I'm thinking about it as I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about it as I'm thinking about it. That lets you know where I'm at. Um. He was found, his friend was overdosing, and it was a lot of drugs, and this guy, they were in compromising positions. I love when the news says compromising How old is he? Andrew Gillum, he's grown. He got, I'm going to say Andrew Gillum got a wife and kids. We all grown. How old is he? He grown. Oh, Andrew Gillum, old as shit. Um, but the point is this. It came out because Andrew Gillum, when all this stuff came out, he said, I don't know this man. The guy was like, he knows me. But it was in positions where it was like, Y'all ain't doing this sh- unless y'all looking for a fun time. Don't threaten me with fun time, right? And um, so it is amazing now. He was born in 79. 10 years older than us. So he's 41. Yeah, he's 41. So he's grown. And um, he got three kids. He's married to Rashonda. And uh, now he's trying to get out there and kind of talk about... Um, He's trying to clean up a lot of stuff. So it, it kind of threw me off because I was tight because when I was watching this. Uh, all right. Check this out. In March 2020, uh, the Democrat, Tallahassee Democrat, that's the name of their paper, was one of the uh, they said that Gillum was one of three men who was suffering from a drug overdose who were found with plastic baggies of meth. When have you heard about black people having meth? But anyway. Um, on Miami Beach, however, no arrests were made. The people who overdosed have been reported in numerous outlets as gay male escorts. <laughs> so and I don't remember the story. What was crazy was he was too messed up to talk to reporters and the police. They got Andrew Gillum up out of there. So this sounds like a good ass spin job. I don't know what his wife does. Me and you had a conversation off air about how a double standard is uh, men can can't be uh, bisexual, but women can. Not just me and you. Our our circle of friends have had we this got an discussion. argument. Yeah, I still love Brittany. Yep, me and Brittany was like, mm, don't know about that one. Hold on, hold on. That sounds bad. Now it sounds like I'm saying that I agree with y'all, but I just wanted to. And well, hold on. I thought. So we were saying. No, I was saying that I I think dudes who run trains on girls is suspect. 
That's what I was saying. <laughs> we did say that too. It was that was a whole. That's a whole nother discussion. We had a whole hour or so long conversation about that. <laughs> Somebody's like, "Wait, what?" And we had no gay guy, bisexual person, or lesbian female there to even like. No, Amir was there. Remember, because I don't he, think Amir was there. He was there. That's why he always makes the joke. It was Rena, Amir. Me, because Amir was like, mm, I know dudes who likes to run trains on girls, and they also hit me Is up. Is he there? Yes, Amir makes the joke every time he's here. He was like, Well, remember last time we talked about this subject? Maybe he was. Yeah. And Brittany gave it him was that always. Eye. It was a Sunday because we used to have Power Sundays. What happened to our clip? Like, what? Niggas is busy. But anyway, that's not the point. Um. So. My thing is, if you know you are in a position, whether you are bisexual, gay, whatever your preference is, that's your Mm -hmm. preference. But my thing is, if it's something that you are hiding, right? Okay. You don't want people to know. You're in a position of power. Okay. Absolutely. Why would you put yourself in a predicament, in a situation, in a circumstance, whatever you want to call it, to let it be known to the public eye that this is what you're doing. Like you got that toe up, you got that drunk Yeah. where you didn't realize what you were doing, that you got caught, that the media was there. So now it's like, Oh, now I got to figure out something. Yeah. You know, and I feel like, um, big Sean said this on his last, um, big Sean said this on his last album. He said, somebody told him, that uh, it only takes one second to mess up your whole Wikipedia. That is forever in Andrew Gillum's Wikipedia. Let's say he becomes president in 20 years. That is still going to be in his Wikipedia. Yep. That you got, you was found with meth in a room with three gay escorts on South Beach. I mean, he could delete it. Which is a wild story. That is definitely wild. What's the hardest drug you ever did? I'm not going to answer that on this. Oh, podcast. shit. Nah, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to punch you in the throat. You going to read off the next topic? Hookah. That's the hardest drug I ever did. Hookah. <laughs> Little shisha. I looked up the history of hookah. Oh, gosh. Uh-huh. And My- it's actually like. like Demonic? No, fool. Oh. It's just like a cultural thing for um Indians. Yeah. Yeah, it is. No, my um my I used to work for Indians. I worked at a smoke shop and all of the, the owners were Indian. Um and the person they brought in was which is funny. The person they brought in, she was Persian, if I'm not mistaken. The reason why I say that's funny is because they used to talk down to her so bad. And I don't know if it's because she was a woman or Persian. So it wasn't really funny. It was kind of, but she was an asshole. So it was kind of like, I was like, "Yo, you looking down on us?" But they looking down on you, and you running, you literally running they shit because they can't. But it was just interesting. Uh, and I remember one time, I told her I needed shisha. She was like, "Why? You don't go to the hookah lounge?" I was like, "Yeah, but they be playing, man." I was like, "It's only like a couple of good ones." She was like, "I hope you ain't going to crave." And she was like, "It sucks going in the crave because." I know how hookah's supposed to be made. And she's like, I'm like, okay, cool. I quit on her ass. So did she give you good suggestions of hookah lounges here in Charlotte? Uh, No, she didn't. She trash. She is. <laughs> um, But she did tell me how I was supposed to make mines at home. And mm. it was super cool. Then I quit on her because she, she was spying on me, bro. So you, when you make it now, that's how she taught you? Yeah, why y'all think my circles be like? <laughs> Your wife's is better. So you making a hookah after we get off this pod? You sleeping more? Oh, no, I'm taking you home. Because <laughs> I don't have my car. Go to the next topic. Who helped who? Of what? What happened with Cardi? You know what happened with Cardi B. I don't know what happened. Key, what happened with Cardi, man? I don't know. They getting divorced. She filed for divorce. <laughs> Karina Mama <laughs> sent me the difference between Latina and Hispanic <laughs> on Google just in case we needed to she know. She's trying to let you know. She's giving you the facts now. Um, I don't know what happened. There's a Latina right there for you. Spicy. Uh, <laughs> ain't that what they call the Latina women? Spicy? Yeah, but I've told... Uh, 
gosh, this is so off topic. I've had this conversation with my wife and I told her, I said, uh, I think Hispanics or Latinas need to kill this whole stereotype because black women get the stereotype of what? Loud, Ghetto, loud, loud da, 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 and they doing angry. the same shit. Well, no, not even that. Well, black women get that stereotype, right? Yeah. And y'all, y'all fight against that stereotype. Mm-hmm. For some reason, and maybe it's just me because I'm not Latina or Hispanic, so I don't know, I don't see it. Mm-hmm. But I tell her all the time, I said, I feel like uh, Hispanic women embracing, they embrace the loud, crazy, spicy thing. And she says, mm-hmm. me and my wife talked about it, she said, I hate that stereotype. I said, well, I don't know if your culture does. Because I still hear me. It's funny for me when I hear men go, Oh, you date a Puerto Rican? Oh, yeah. She crazy, ain't she? And they give me that look. And I'm like, she's not. <laughs> she's not. Like, nigga, what? No, what? I don't know what do. Dudes love to make it seem like they into crazy chicks. Until a chick is crazy. And then their homeboy's like, yo, man. But my thing is like. <laughs> that bitch crazy. It's, it's no different than a black woman crazy, quote unquote. Doing yeah. the same shit. Uh, no, it's different for me. I've let me tell you this. Let me put like this. I don't care what men say. I think men lie when they say they like that. All right, that's me. Okay. Now I know men who say it, and then I've talked to those same men. They be like, "Man, I don't like that shit." So and here's my thing. If you don't like the same action from a black woman, Mm -hmm. you can't like it the same action from a Hispanic woman. I don't care how much she rolls her R's, how much she pops. Like, no, 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 bro, it's cool. Like, you don't like that. Like, and so my thing is this. I, I, what I guess I'm talking about, which is maybe not, I don't think we're talking about the same thing. Mm -hmm. I think that Hispanic women embrace the crazy Latina stereotype. And I've, you know, in speaking to my wife, she says she runs from that because she understands that no woman under, no woman wants to be labeled as crazy. Yeah. But I've spoken to other, his, like, I, and I guess for me, I'm like, yo, where y'all get this from? Like, the craziest person I know is, we just got off the phone with her. <laughs> she, she don't play. Yeah, I've heard, I have heard Hispanic, Latina women say, what do you expect? I'm Latina. That's how I am or something like that. Yeah. And I'm like. Something to that extent. Yeah. Something to that extent. I'm like, yo. I was about to say the F word. F that. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just not there. Um, So, for those who do not know, this is totally off topic. We always getting off topic. Yeah. Cardi B and I said they broke up. She filed for divorce. She filed for divorce. Why she filed for divorce, Gavin? Come on, man. Y'all know. <laughs> Come on. Come on. I'll say cheating, bro. He can't help it. I didn't told y'all rich men, rich men of power cannot help but cheat. Sorry. Sorry. Carly B, newsflash. I'm not saying you deserve it. I'm not saying it should happen. I'm not saying I'm I'm not saying it will happen. Um, excuse me, I take that back. I'm not saying it should happen. I'm not saying you deserve it. Cardi B for the rest of her life will be cheated on. Sorry. It is what it is. And it's so messed up in what 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 i wouldn't say that yeah i'm saying it well i wouldn't okay so when we're gonna remember this is episode 41 b (laughs) (laughs) uh which is technically 42 because i'm not finna freaking go through i know you're gonna put it 42 definitely but on 41 a which is 41 2 what the fuck i'm drunk the point is this um when we get to that point I want to reference back to this mark at the 20 minute mark about Mm -hmm. Cardi getting cheated on because she will. And let me tell you why. And it sounds so messed up. Cardi will only date men a power of statue who can sleep with any woman they want at any time. She would not marry Gavin Bowyer before he met Karina. Now that's because she's at that stature. And let me tell you what happens. You don't think she would get a nine to five nigga? No, man. She ain't be Simone. Be small wouldn't even do it. She ain't doing it. Cardi won't. And nothing. And here's the thing about Cardi. Um, you know, let me put it like this. 
I remember Ice Cube said one time, I want to say it was Ice Cube. He said once he got famous, he took his wife everywhere he went. And he said, I knew I would never be with her enough. So I wanted her to be around me all the time. Yeah. So I wouldn't. And he said it kept me out of a lot of stuff, which I think is dope. I, I mean, if I got really, really big, I would love to take my wife everywhere I go. You can. I can, but I ain't big yet. I can't afford it. Having a let me tell you, women expensive, y'all. Bro. I'm a woman, so <laughs> yeah. This today I ate, I bought, I had one piece of her bacon. I had a donut which cost me a dollar and twenty nine, and I had the spaghetti she cooked. If I took her out with me for breakfast, lunch, and now dinner, I would have spent a hundred dollars. Been a wrap. But the point is this: uh, when I look at it, the point I'm trying to make is with Cardi. She's going to talk to Offset. She's going to talk to other. She's leaving Offset probably because he's cheating, which he's going to do because Offset can go in any club that night and the baddest chick in the room is going to come up to him and be like, what's good? So somebody's saying, does that give him a pass to cheat? No. But as a person who's worked in a luxury hotel, who worked around this type of environment, these girls don't really give you an option. I ain't saying he was raped, but it was kind of like, yo. Know, so if I was offset, you know, and let me tell you what happened. Offset out. Can you get Cardi to be there? No. Offset can go anywhere he want to. Cardi can't go anywhere she want to. It requires too much. It requires more security. It requires people um, that says, yo, we we got to have more things in place. Her music company probably says, yo, you can't go. We need to know before we go because you are worth while we are paying you millions, you are probably worth hundreds of millions. So we know we need to know where you at at all times. So, you know, with that being said, I, I, I feel comfortable in saying the biggest rapper, the biggest musicians in the world currently right now is Drake, Beyonce, Cardi and Jay-Z. So where's she going to go from? From here? From offset. She gonna chill. She gonna get a richer dude, but it's gonna that's the other thing. I and so the question we asking is who put on who? Because this girl had a conversation, she was talking about Cardi put on offset, and I was like, She didn't. He was already popping. Yo, shout out to everybody who was listening to Cardi before, but it wasn't until she got with offset where her music sound completely changed. That means That's probably because they management probably helped her. Yeah. Migos management, shout out to QC, mm-hmm. signed Cardi, and that Migos stimulus package changed a lot. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. You know how Trump trying to send y'all to $100? <laughs> he sent that. Now, and he's always been worth more than Cardi. He's still worth more than Cardi. Now, to my brother Offset. What a dumbass. <laughs> she finna. Oh. <laughs> she finna leave you, brother. Is that Cardi? <laughs> yeah, the, you know, she's sponsored. Oh. She finna leave him. She's finna be out of this world. She's just, and you know, one thing I was telling my boy, I was like, I'm interested to see her, um, her contract, her music contract that she just signed a couple of episodes ago that we was talking about. And I want to know when is it going to kick in? Because I wouldn't be surprised if she's like, cause she said, uh, they didn't have a prenup, but she wants them to keep, um, she wants them to split everything up until this point. But I want to know when her music contract kicks in. You think she really gonna divorce him? Yeah, but I, I, I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if they get back together. It's. I mean, come on, man. They got a kid together. That don't mean nothing. People got to stop saying that. You have to stop saying that. Oh, go ahead, cuss me out, girl. I'm not gonna cuss you out, but kids Same don't way. keep your relationship strong, bro. Oh no, no, I don't. I don't. Here's my thing. It's her first kid. And y'all live together, and he really, really, really is in your daughter's life because y'all always together. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's hard telling your daughter that her dad is not going to be around anymore, and you can't explain that. You can't explain explain how serious it is that uh he's cheating. You can't explain that he doesn't love me enough that he can't stop seeing other women. It's tough. So you have to half-ass explain it, and then your daughter's looking at it like, that's my dad. I want to see him. Why can't I see him every day I wake up? And it's tough. And I believe, sorry, women fold. They will fold and say, all right, 
I I accept some shit I don't deserve or don't need, and I keep going. Yeah, don't we do now, bros? She already did that though. That's why. And she gave a half. A, and she gave a. She gave then. Remember, remember her excuse like what y'all expect me to do. That was a we got kids together. I'm gonna work it exactly. out. Excuse. So I won't be surprised she do it again. We shall see. I like Cardi though. Oh. <laughs> you ready to get in the shits? <laughs> Come on, man. You ready to get in the shits? What's the shits, Gav? DJ did the man cave again. The man cave. Mm. Shout out to my boy, DJ. Um, he said, do not call him. He did the man cave again. So for those who do not know, I was on his first, ep- not his first episode, but his, um, not his most recent one. But two episodes ago, I was on the man cave and we talked about what it took to prepare to get married. Because on that uh, conversation, shout out to Shaq, shout out to Jared, shout out to Ez. Um, and of course, shout out to DJ. We talked about what it was like. A lot of women chimed in and shout out to the ladies because y'all know when it's something y'all care about, y'all will tune in. Y'all will show out Mm -hmm. to give people understanding the next day when DJ did his, he had a thousand views on ours. He had, uh, probably a hundred or so comments, which was cool. We was all happy. We was like, yo, it's moving. Um, the night he got done with the girls, I said for us, we had a thousand views. He had a thousand comments when the girls was on there the <laughs> night up. The views was triple that. So I was like, all right, the girls blew this shit out the water. Excuse my language. The DJ wanted to share this part. Sorry, bro. Sorry. Just believe it. Start now. Um, But it was amazing listening to DJ. And the conversation was, is there a double standard for women? You had an interesting thing. You said, why this topic? Explain. So from watching y'all's episode and the topic of discussion was, you know, how does a man prepare for love, marriage, know that he's found the right one, um, things that you've learned, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Right. And so with that, the comments were more so, hey, like. When the females get to talk, we would like to talk about this, this, da, da, da. So the females come, but it's a totally different subject, Mm. right? And the subject is double standards. So automatically double standards, you think of a negative, mm, Jesus, you think of a negative connotation. (laughs) We're educated. Educated up here. Um, Double standards always come with a negative connotation. Absolutely. So automatically the topic is going to be hurt you know how you feel about it like how you don't like it and things you disagree with it's already Mm. gonna start off as you know something that's not as positive or as looked at as you know something to look forward to versus what the guys talked about Mm. so that's automatically one okay we're gonna do this for real we're gonna play go ahead DJ, we sorry for what's about to come. <laughs> so what you liked about it? Um, I like the females that were there. I feel like everybody had their own personal experiences and gave. Super diverse. Yes. From what I gathered. Yes. Gave their own personal experiences of what they've been through and how they feel about double standards. Um, I feel like sometimes females can get. um. We only talking about the likes. The likes? What you like about it. Or once you're done, then you pass it to me. Pass the rock. I liked the diversity. I like how everybody gave their own experience. And um, yeah, that's what I liked. Um, One thing I liked about it was I felt like uh, diversity automatic. I love how the females were very supportive of DJ. I felt like that's something the guys could have did better. Dudes are very much like. Let me tell you the problem I got with niggas. Sorry, DJ, because I keep, I keep. He got to bleep this out if he wants to share it, and I feel bad. <laughs> um, Why? This is your personal experience. If he don't like it, then no, no, know. no. Because like last time he shared it, and I think I don't know if he got it from us, but I think last time he got some backlash from church folks. 
and we'll get there. I know, right? Um, and so I feel bad because if he does want to share this, I don't want nobody saying, oh my gosh, he said N word. Nigga. Nigga. <laughs> but anyway, um, by the way, before we get started, none of these views are from DJ David Johnson. Facts. Or, me and Gavin. Yeah, or his, or the man cave, or his church, or anything. This is just two niggas talking. Key and G. <laughs> K and G. All right, so now we back to it. Um, I felt like the dudes could have did a lot better in promoting DJ's thing. Um, okay. Ez is not on social media. Jared is not on social media. Jared is very popular. Um, he just crossed Alpha like two years ago. Uh, he's very. He was very involved in his school. I knew Jared was popping when uh, Karina was at work and one of her coworkers was like, you know Jared. And I go, what? <laughs> Cream goes, Jared's popping. And that dude knew Jared. He was not in Jared's frat either. He just knew Jared. Mm. And, um, you know, Shaq is on social media. Uh, but I'm not even on Facebook as much as I, I used to be. You know, but I felt like we could have did a lot better. But the girls showed up and showed out. And I feel like women will do that. Mm-hmm. If it's something that y'all care about, y'all will show up mm-hmm. and show out. And I felt like that's something I like. I did, like I said, like the diversity. Um, one lady, never mind, that might get into our negative parts, but, um, and I feel like everybody was keeping it real. I do feel like with women, you probably could have cut one out. Um, the only reason why, because with me, let me play like for hours, Jared came late. So with Jared coming late, it wasn't that much talking when it was just three of us, me, Ez, and Shaq chiming in, Mm -hmm. right? Um, but I clearly was the talker. I talked too damn much. When Jared came in, Jared doesn't talk too damn much, so it wasn't that issue. But Jared was just feeding in and talking, and Jared was kind of being smooth with it because he didn't know what we did talk about. He knew he was kind of late. The girls, it was like, on it, as soon as they got in there, they was hopping. All right. Who want to go first and what they didn't like? You go ahead. Bucko. It was a lot of complaining in there, bro. Mm-hmm. Sorry, ladies. Y'all can cuss me out. Y'all can hit me oh, up with the... we got a problem here? <laughs> yeah. I got a problem. Bruh, it was a lot of trauma, a lot of complaining, a lot of whining. I'm going to keep it 100. Um, DJ, if this is your first time hearing this, I apologize. Because I could have hit you up earlier. This is why I can't call DJ for today. It was a lot of trauma, man. And I would love to talk to those women and say, hey, this is why I feel like this. So if any of y'all want to walk up to me at convocation, whatever. Oh, we got a problem here? I'll let you know exactly how I feel. You still going to convocation? No. I mean, not, not anymore just because. Uh, just because no. Nigga don't fuck with me. I mean, anyway. Ooh, definitely can't post this now. <laughs> 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 the point is this. I listening to it, I heard a lot of trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, and in talking about it with the double standards, first of all, let's before we get there, all the women were black. Mm-hmm. All in all the women being black, I don't know, but I'm assuming all the issues were black women and their issues were black men. And I felt like uh, there was issues and they were speaking about black men. It seemed like they were angry, upset. And I feel like me and you had this conversation a little bit off air, but I told you let's not talk about it until we got on air because I knew I knew you got a lot to say about this. I think so. Yeah, I do. And if Brittany was here, you have more. <laughs> Key do better when she got a little backup. Just let y'all know. <laughs> so... He'll let you know exactly. When Key knows she got some backup, she'll spray the AK all day. But, um, yeah, and listening to it, I heard a lot of trauma, and I felt and I felt kind of, I didn't feel, let me tell you this, I didn't feel attacked. I don't want nobody to feel like I felt attacked. Or, as a black man, I felt like they were talking directly to me. It just sucked to hear black women. Um, and I lo- use this, uh, let me, I'm not going to use that term. I, it, it just sucked hearing black women talk about that trauma with black men and I was just like we still talking about this um and the problem was as a black man I don't have to deal with the trauma they deal with 
right? Mm-hmm. That you you ladies have to deal with. I don't have to deal with that. Um, you know, it's funny. <laughs> I made this as a joke, but it was real. Um, a girl who I know, she was looking for models. And I posted it. And a bunch of black women hit me up. I was like, you taking a picture? I said, no. They was like, damn, for real? And you posting? I was like, we got to protect y'all. And that was a joke, clearly. Because this is... That, conversation has zero to do with protecting yeah i was like but i was like nope y'all ain't finna get this off like black men don't try to help you know i'm looking for nope i'm helping her i don't know this black girl from 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 kiana i don't know her from kiana like i don't know her from nobody else but i was like i'm gonna help her but anyway listening to this thing the trauma i heard the hurt i heard it was just disturbing because i heard a lot of just like i feel like this or you know i went through this and men don't go through this or you know the only thing men got over women is, you know, what a double standard comes is with child kids or, you know, child support, whatever the case may be. Or it's like, oh, when I was, you know, when you're in the church or, you know, there's colorism, blah, blah. Like, I was just like, cool. I heard a lot of hurt. So I guess you can respond to that. But being you who's somebody who works with um, motivation and inspiration, how do you deal with trauma? Um, I myself do a lot of self-reflecting. So like things that I may have done in the past, um, as far as like reacting to a situation that may have hurt me, um, I pray a lot now, Mm, you know, try to have that connection with God and have him lead me to the right direction to handle a situation. That's what I do personally. Um, to handle like even trauma, like situations, maybe like with my parents or, you know, things Mm. as far as like career or even like friendships, relationships. Like I try not to put that much information or my personal issues on like my friends and stuff because mm-hmm. everybody got stuff they got going on so i try to handle those things independently and yeah. um here lately i've been like praying a lot talking to god trying to help him lead me in the right direction so i don't have those you know that mindset of like what you're saying that they were portraying right mm. but let me know. Here you go. <laughs> do, 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 do. I do feel like because of the subject at hand that these ladies were given, like I said, it already is started off as a negative connotation because double standards is not anything that's like positive. Like when you think of double standards, you think of oh, somebody got one up on me or yeah, it's a yeah. complaint or something is unfair. Yeah. Right. So the topic at hand was that. So it's like, of course, everything that they're going to talk about is going to seem negative because that's the connotation that we have. That's the mindset that they go into. So they're going to talk about, you know, how they feel and how they don't like it and how, you know, this, that and the third. Hmm. So I don't feel like me personally don't feel like they were portraying hurt. I think they were just portraying their experiences and it could be experiences that they're experiences. It can, it, I mean, it may seem that way, but <laughs> that's probably not funny. Sorry. It could be stuff that they're still dealing with and that mm. they're trying to overcome. That's not going to be funny. Now you make me seem like mm. a dick. Well, um, it could be stuff that they're still dealing with and that they're trying to overcome themselves. So mm. if they're speaking, in a way of my experience, this is what I'm experiencing now. This is what I've experienced previously. I'm trying to learn from it or I'm trying to grow from it. But this is what I see. So I didn't take it as, you know, them being hurt or, you know, being negative or, well, like I, like I said, I feel like the whole topic was just started off kind of like. Well, you know what pissed me off? Mm-hmm. I'm listening to them talk and they were talking about how. It's a double standard is how if women do something. All right. They were talking about single moms and they were saying, hey, if you uh, single moms don't get the same praise as single dads. Yep. And that pissed me the hell off. I ain't gonna lie to you. I was listening to it because I heard it and I heard their complaints of, oh, single dads always get the praise. A single dad can walk in and. You know, one of the girls stated that uh, she's she works with children. And if a single dad comes in, 
even her as a single mom praises that single dad and say, hey, she was like, but if a single mom comes in, she doesn't get him praised. And she's, then she talked about her as being a single mom. Nobody praised her, whatever the case may be. And I was like, cool, I get that. But my thing is, I've never heard a man ever praise a single dad. I've never heard a man ever praise a single mom either. So I say that to say they were complaining about how men do not. And I'm not saying my way is the only way that's truthful or the only way that's out there. But only people who I ever see praising single dads is single moms. Or moms, women, excuse me, excuse me, let me clear that up completely. Only people I ever see uh, praising single moms and single dads is just women. So I would, you know, and listening and listening to everything I wrote in the comments, I said, we all male and female need to realize what type of men we surround ourselves with. Because Mm -hmm. I heard them talking about men and I'm like, what type of dudes y'all talk to? Like, what type of dudes y'all deal with? Because, and this kind of goes with, let me put it like this. When, as a dude who was on the podcast, the episode before, mm-hmm. we didn't bring up women. Now, you said something off air. You said that wasn't a topic. Yep. So, it makes sense why they didn't, why they did bring up men because their topic was about Double standards between men and women. Mm-hmm. Cool, I rock with you. That's cool. That makes sense. We never mention women, and I I have this logic of as a man, um, when it comes down to it, and you say, "Hey, I want to." This is the type of I'm ready. I'm ready now. I'm ready to get married. I'm ready to settle down. I'm ready. To whatever you have in your mind, what type of woman you want? Every woman, when you meet a guy that you're serious about. Ask him what type of woman he wants. Don't be afraid if you will or won't fit that woman. Yeah. Ask him. Because when he tells you, believe him. He's not playing. Especially if he, especially if you, if he's what you think he is, he's not going to lie to you. So for me, when it was time for me, when I was like, I'm ready, I knew exactly what type of woman I wanted. Now, it took me all the way up until then to realize what I did and did not want. And even some of the women I dealt with before, I was like, oh, this is what I want. And I was like, mm, no. But at that next step of my life, I was like, this is what I want. And I've never heard a dude in all the men I know who I'm cool with, who I rock with. When you have this shit, damn, keep cussing. I cuss twice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when you have the type of g- girl or woman that you want to be with. Mm-hmm. When you come across women who do not fit that standard, that idea, that description, you do not bash them. You usually just charge it to the game and keep it missing. For instance, if I want a woman who, let's say, I don't, I want a woman who has no kids, who has a full-time job, who makes six figures, who know how to cook clean, and can wear a two-piece. When I meet the woman who got five kids who don't cook, she can't clean, she do have her own car, but she don't like to work, I'm not mad at her because I decide to do whatever with her and she does not fit the description and she does not turn out to be the woman I don't want. Mm-hmm. However, and you can correct me or respond to it, I feel like with women, when they do come across men who do not fit their standard or what they want, they get online and they complain about how men ain't shit. And I be like, really? Like, and I heard that in their conversations. I hate when females do that, though. But And I heard that in their conversations when I was listening to this. I'm like, yo, a lot of y'all talking about dudes who never fit the standard of what you really wanted. And I was like, what are y'all talking about? So when I was hearing it, I was like, all right, bro, whatever. You got through the whole thing. I didn't. I got through half of it because I'm like, I'm good. Not because I was good. I had to actually go do a photo shoot. But I plan on listening to the rest. But. It was just one of my things. I was like, what are we complaining about? Because as men, every man I know, we know exactly what we want, when we want it, how we want it. And we literally charge it to the game if a shorty does not fit that standard. Are you recording me? Mm-mm. I'm about to say you dirty. <laughs> um, no, I think it goes into what you said previously. And I think I've said this all the time. It, it also matters with who you surround yourself with. Like, what do you entertain? <laughs> Maybe entertain is not the best word. What mm-hmm. do you like look at as far as social media, your circle? Like, what do you see around you? 
that gives you the impression to have the thoughts that you have. True. Now, and and my other thing is this. If you are a woman and you ask to do what he wants and he says, oh, I want a smart businesswoman who is about her stuff. And then you are that. And he then goes out the way and does something ignorant and stupid and whatever. Then I understand that. But even at that, it's just like, yo, I figured out who he was. He wasn't about that. And I keep it moving. But every woman who I listen to, it's like, oh, he wanted this chick who was wow out there, blah, blah, blah. And he ain't this. And it's like, yo, you couldn't pick that up early. I could have told you. I saw I see his Instagram. I know him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it is that. You seen when Corey was trying to do uh, matchmaking services? I'm going to cuss Corey out about that. He said he wasn't doing a matchmaking services. He said he was trying to connect folk. What What? What you say? Like make. Matchmaking services. <laughs> He's so dumb. Man, Corey about to stop. Corey don't know it's 2020. They found gas on Venus saying that they might got a. Was it Venus? They said they might got uh, people up there. Aliens. I'm about to go. I'm about to go with them. Bro, they better leave them niggas up there. Mm-mm. Uh, they got to be living way better than us. Last thoughts on the situation, on the man cave situation with DJ, before I read a question. Um, Nothing, just a twist to it. Maybe DJ didn't um have that same topic because from what I got, none of these women are like engaged or married. Absolutely, yeah. Well, so that could be the difference as to why the subjects was different, but it mm-hmm. still could have been a different subject as far as how are you preparing yourself for your future husband? If yeah. that's what you want or, you know, something similar. Newsflash to women. If you really want to get a man, write down Uh-oh. exactly what the fuck you shit. write down exactly what the fuck you want out of a man. Gavin, giving the tea, write it down, ladies. Not nah, you. Yeah. Write down exactly what you want in a man. Mm hmm. And what you do is go to a networking event, figure that shit out. Or you can just talk to God and pray for it. Yeah, but God might say, yo. Or all of it. Yeah, both. Do both. (laughs) Do both. Do both. Literally. Literally. And what you just say is like, this is what I want. But you got to understand, once you figure out what you want out of a man, you got to figure out what that man, what that type of man wants out of a woman. And if you're not, and I remember I I shared this shit with... um, a woman who I'm super close with, a.k.a. my sister. And I told her, I said, the type of man you want, if you're not willing to be the type of woman that he wants, don't be afraid when he says I'm good. Yeah, I was about to say, you got to make sure you up to level with what you you match, whatever you looking for. Yeah, because a lot of y'all in Tulum. Here we go. And Tulum is Myrtle Beach right now at this moment. I think that needs to be stated. So shout out to my boy, Daryl. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he, I sent him my my feelings on Tulum. Ed's going to Tulum in a couple of weeks. And I told him, I said, yeah, I told him, I was like, bro, you for the streets, bro. I want to go to Tulum, too. Me, too. So I'm, you I'm, for the streets? Oh, I'm a bird. This is me. I'm going to punch you. I'm for the streets. Um, Tulum is Myrtle Beach. Thought gentrification has happened. The W. South Beach. Where else is for th- White Thought Gentrification is Charleston. Um What? Bro, it's gentrification everywhere, bro, for all different cultures. Is Charleston, South Carolina? Yeah, because Charleston was like cool. You had to have money to go there. And then these thotties who's like, oh, I'm in Charleston. I want to go to Charleston too because Charleston is fire, <laughs> but it's white thotty gentrification, man. That shit happens. Like we gotta call it how we see it. You trash. We all gonna go to Tulum next year. Hell yeah, I want to go to the cave, <laughs> but it's it's gentrification. It's thotty gentrification, man. And nothing ain't wrong with it. Here's it's, my thing. It's the new Miami, you said. Hey, it's Myrtle Beach, bro. If you want to, here's the thing about definitely not Myrtle Beach, bro. Here's, here's the thing about thought gentrification. Oh my god. If you want to go there and visit. Go there and visit. But if you're going there to post back for people who, if you're going there to post pictures for people who are not there, then you're a cornball, y'all. <laughs> Thought gentrification. Um, all right. Question. What's your favorite feature of the opposite sex? Shout out. This comes from our birthday boy, Jam Laws. Hand claps for Jam Laws. I feel like we already answered this before. It ain't no check by it, so we ain't answered. All right. What's your favorite feature? Physical, 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 <laughs> physical, physical feature. Yep. 
Um, I don't know. You know your favorite breasts for me, clearly. We know. Um, breasts and eyebrows. I ain't got no eyebrows. Yeah, that's why we never. That's why we never talk. <laughs> that's not why. Um. That's exactly why. I like just a nice body build. Like so, yeah, I have a little muscle, just a little bit. You ain't got to like be the, You like the niggas with the shoulder pads on their like shoulders? The little, no, I like oh, the Oh, she like the D'Angelo sex lines. Yeah, she said that. Like this, like third podcast, and said she got a tongue out. That's why I said we answered this before. Cause I done said that already. Mm. But um, I'm a fan of breasts. Yeah. I love eyebrows. I love pretty feet. No hair on the chest. Really? Yeah, I don't want that. I thought chicks like that. Why no taco meat up there? Taco. Tuesday. You didn't say it. <laughs> All right, you ready to get to these uh, last topics so we can get up out of here? Go How ahead, we do two up. podcasts that's an hour each? Um, yeah, it's, I'm sleepy. All right. I'm really not. Jamie Foxx versus Will Smith in a versus. Who you got? Jamie. Me too. Will Smith is so trash. Not for music. like. No, we talking about me- movies. That ain't a versus. Somebody asked Jamie, would he do a versus against Will? He said no. He said, but I would love to see Al Pacino versus Denzel. Uh, he said, because those are his favorite Hold actors. on, you said movies. Hold on. I don't know. Will Smith did some great acting, bro. What and what? What? Give me one. Pursuit of Happiness. That shit was so trash, man. Don't do that. Pursuit that, of Happiness was not trash. It, it was. It was mediocre. No, stroke. it was not. Bro, so what was good about the movie? Oh this, besides the simple fact that gosh. him and his kid was getting That movie sucks. You suck. Is Pursuit of Happiness better than Ray? Ray was good. No, Ray was better. Let's answer that. It was better. I don't think you compare the two. That's not a good comparison. I know, because Pursuit of Happiness sucks. It didn't suck. What's Will Smith's best movie? I don't know. He got a lot. I was watching Bad Boys 3 on the airplane from Vegas. That shit is so bad. And it sucked because I liked it when I went to the movies and then I saw it. I was like, okay, cool. I can rock with this. It's cool. It's like when you're... Your uncle comes to the cookout and he he got on like <laughs> his jeans is too tight and his force is there and you like yo you doing too much. Um, next up, Kanye ranting again. You have no idea about this. So for those who do not know, Kanye is complaining about masters. Um, sorry, <laughs> I was biting something. I had to spit it out. Um, Kanye has been ranting about masters. I think this is super uber important because, um. Big Sean, Trippy Red, um, a couple other artists have reached out to him. Hit Boy have all said, like, yo, my masters is messed up. My my royalties is messed up. I would love for Kanye to look into this and to fight to have this. Even Hit Boy said, yo, I have not F with Kanye since he told me he does not F with me because I did something with Beyonce. Um, for those who do not know, uh, artists are not working at the moment <laughs> i don't know who's been on the tour lately but artists ain't working Facts. so it's definitely interesting to hear artists say yo um for, well for people to know that artists only are making money off of streaming and unless you own your masters you're not making no money off of streaming at the moment Facts. and kanye understands that and you know one thing i would say about kanye jay-z said this years ago he said when there's an issue that's is, that's of importance Kanye will run over the hill, get shot at first, and come back and let us know that, yo, them niggas shooting. He said, no matter what Kanye complains about, I promise you, we'll figure out it later. We'll figure it out later that he's complaining about something that's real. So, for instance, I say this to say, I remember when people was clowning Kanye for complaining that Nike wasn't paying him no money. He didn't want to do music because, you know, clothing and shooting brands a pair of brands was not paying him right clothing and shoe brands not shooting that sounds so terrible and i remember people clowned him then they figured out why exactly we don't have fat farm anymore why nobody no rapper has shoe deals anymore uh then people find out why if you're not an athlete athlete excuse me you do not get royalties anymore Mm. and they figured out that these people use your likeness sell a bunch of your shoes and they just pay you a hundred five hundred thousand dollars or a million dollars but they sold a hundred million dollars worth of your shoes facts for those who do not know kevin hart had to register as a 
track athlete to get royalties on his shoes that he sold when he was popping going on tour. That's how he makes money from Nike. Not because he's a comedian, because he had to register as a track star to get the money. Kanye implemented that. Not when I say implemented, he threw that out in the sky to let everybody know that's the only way you're going to make money from Nike. For people who do not know, Michael Jordan made a billion dollars for Nike one year and they cut him a check for a hundred million. It's disgusting. Right. For those who do not know, Little Uzi Vert on Spotify, on um, EXO Tour Life. All my friends heard that. You know that song? Yeah. One point, I think $1.2 billion, $1.2 billion streams. He got paid $900,000. Wow. He did not get $1 for every song. Right. He did not get 50 cents Cent for every, every song. I say he didn't even get that. He got 10, He got less than 10 cents for every song. That's disgusting. Oh. All right. Breonna Taylor got $12 million, her family. How you feel about it? Let us know for real because I'm going to go to fucking, excuse my language. Trash. Trash. Thank you. Trash. Um. For those who do not know, Breonna Taylor family, they ask for justice. They ask for help. They ask for the right thing to be done. Exactly. And only thing the government can do is say, hey, we're going to settle with you guys to shut you up, to make this go away. Here's $12 million. Where it come from is what I'm trying to figure out. The taxpayers. That's what exactly what the hell I was going to. The taxpayers is paying for this $12 million. When the city says we are paying for it, the city, it, your taxes is about to go up. Facts. It's about to be a budget. I was looking at, um because I'm doing an absentee ballot this year, and I was looking at Charlotte was looking for $100 million to build up neighborhoods around Charlotte. I'm like, absolutely not, bro. Because I know y'all about to kick the black people out and bring thought reparations in or mm-hmm. thought gentrification in. Mm. Little do they know that this stuff not going to thrive without black people. But, you know, that's a whole nother topic. Camp North End. Oh. Mm. It's not gonna thrive without black people. All right, DJ Envy versus BT versus he's not black enough. What you feel about um these networks saying that black people ain't black enough by if they not ghetto? Ghetto does not equivalent blackness. Equivalent, equivalent Equivale- is that a word? You threw me off. I ain't gonna lie to you. You drunk. No, no, I'm not yet. <laughs> um, so for those who not know, DJ Envy, he had a show. He went to BT. Um, BT told him he wasn't black enough. Those people are no longer at BT, but he thought it was funny because recently Charlemagne um heard about a show that DJ Envy was pitching. He's like, BT won it. He's like, Well, last time I talked to them, they said I wasn't black enough. Um it's tough being told you're not black enough on certain shit. Which is funny because Gary Owen gets a whole show on BET and he white. Absolutely. And Gary Owen, his wife, his wife is black for people who don't know, but his biracial family gets a show in there. Nothing goes to BET to live, though. I feel bad for BET. Um, nothing goes to MTV to live. Viacom as a company... Outside of, and it's messed up. If you think about it, though, and we're talking about it, only thing that lives on Viacom is what goes on VH1, and it's the ratchetness. It's the love and hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it ain't on love and hip-hop, it's not going there to make money or to live. So I don't know what to say, man. It sucks, but. I feel like even those shows are kind of getting. Annoying. Yeah. Like, people are, less people are watching them because I've definitely stopped. I can't. You I done? Can't I can't keep up. I, it's been like a couple of years since I've watched. Like, yeah. I still know the people, but like, I don't know what's going on. <sighs> All right. What's going on next with you? What do you mean? This the ending, bro. What's going on with you? I got a piece. You about to be done. You just got to give your exit. Tell people where to follow you at. My name is Kiana. I'm here almost every podcast. The winner coming up. Yo, follow me. Make sure you follow me. I am underscore Gavin B. Make sure you follow Key KSS7. Seven underscore. Follow my inspirations page. Underscore Inspirade.
My soldiers can't go home till they bring your head back. They took purple off the market, but they brought their red back. How you spell Inspirate on Instagram? N-S-P-I. Right. I'ma punch you. I remember way back, bro. I'm talking about way, way back. And them pussy niggas running from me like a scared cat. Thank you. You run into that pussy nigga, tell him I said that. Yo, we love y'all. We want y'all to holler at us next time. He got a pee. So I'm about to talk my shit at the end. Alright, here we go. Let's go. Yeah, and I'ma shit on niggas in the world. And when I go to war, I don't surround them, bitch. Yeah. And I don't take a freaking bitch to dental. Oh, I been get money. You just what is this baby? song in Switch. You don't even know what's Look going on. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't be respecting me out here in these streets. Okay. Goodbye. When this podcast go, for those who do not know, I lost the Google Podcast grant, which is going to be $12,000, but it sucks. They can't hear you. We don't care. Yo, so shout out to, shout out to Google. I was going to have to stop doing this podcast for like three weeks, but it's okay. It was going to suck, but... It is what it is. I want to thank everybody. Make sure y'all follow us on Instagram, Facebook, No More Pie by Gavin B, Payton Exposure Podcast, Payton Exposure, Payton Exposure, excuse me, underscore podcast. I love y'all. Respect y'all. I'm going to get y'all next time. Next time. <laughs> <laughs>